Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Sirach. Now will I praise these godly men, our ancestors, each in his own time. But of others there is no memory, for when they ceased, they ceased. And they are as though they had not lived, they and their children after them. Yet these also were godly men whose virtues have not been forgotten. Their wealth remains in their families, their heritage with their descendants. Through God's covenant with them, their family endures their posterity for their sake. And for all time, their progeny will endure. Their glory will never be blotted out. The word of the Lord. The Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people and he adorns the lowly with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple area. He looked around at everything, and since it was already late, went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree and leaf, he went over to see if he could find anything on it. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not the time for figs. And he said to it in reply, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem, and on entering the temple area, began to drive out those selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. He did not permit anyone to carry anything through the temple area. Then he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples? But you have made it a den of thieves. The chief priest and the scribes came to hear of it and were seeking a way to put him to death. Yet they feared him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Early in the morning, as they were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed is withered. Jesus said to them in reply, have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore I tell you all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and it shall be yours. When you stand to pray, forgive anyone against whom you have a grievance, so that your heavenly Father may in turn forgive you your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. All wisdom comes from God. That is how the beautiful book of Sirach begins. Sirach then asks, The sand of the sea, the drops of the rain, and the days of eternity, who can count them? If you have an old, old Catholic Bible, you won't find the book of Sirach in it. Well, well you will, but it's not named Sirach, but rather Ecclesiasticus. Ecclesiasticus is Latin, meaning church book. 
This book, written by a Jewish scribe about 200 years before Christ, was used so much at Holy Mass in the olden days it became known as the church book. It was little wonder that it got used so much at Mass because not only is the book full of wisdom and truth, it is full of beauty. As the centuries drew nearer for the days of the Messiah, what St. Paul called the fullness of time, Sirach showed that God was not just wisdom, he was also the Lord of history. And he was a Lord that was not simply out there somewhere, but also here, near us, walking among us. In chapter 42 of Sirach, he wrote, I will recall God's works. Sure, the Lord made the rising sun. That is clear enough to anyone with common sense. But there was more. The Lord plums the depths and penetrates the heart. Their innermost being, he understands. What a beautiful thing to know that God understands our innermost being. God made the universe, which abides forever, yet each creature is preserved, each being unique, differing from each other. And nothing he made is in vain, for everything created is good. Now the wise person looks around the created world and sees order amidst the chaos that man has created for himself. Wisdom is seen in the laws of God. The wise person then keeps God's laws, his commandments. That is what keeps a man happy and free amidst all the chaos. The Lord of history appeared 2,000 years ago and walked among us. Mark wrote, the Lord looked at a fig tree because the Lord was hungry. Is that not beautiful? The Lord of history, the person who made the sand of the seas and the drops of rain, lowered himself to become one of us. And he became hungry. He became like us in everything except sin. Not only did Christ get hungry, he suffered and died on the cross for sins, where he got thirsty. I thirst. The Lord cried out. He had thirst for souls. He has thirst for souls. You see, Calvary is still happening. His one sacrifice for sins, our sins, it continues on altars all over the world from the rising of the sun to its setting. Are you hungry and thirsty? Come to Calvary and Offer yourself, suffer and die with Christ. Offer yourself with him to the Father. Then he will feed you with his own body and blood. He will unite himself to you and enter your most inner being. You see, Christ is not just out there somewhere, detached from everything. He is here inside us and walking among us.